Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And here's your host, Conrad Cushman. This is MLW referee Doug Markham, and you're listening to Brain Buster Radio. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and we are back this week, and I'm going to show love and dedicate this podcast to WWE. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about with them, but if this is your first time listening to Everything Pro Wrestling, do me a favor, make sure you click that subscribe button. Also, if you guys look in the description box, you will find my link tree. And with the link tree, you guys will find all my links to everything, whether it's other podcast sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you like to listen. And you will find my merch store and all my social medias. So make sure that you guys are on there showing me some love and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. With that being said, though, folks, we're going to keep this one raw, uncut. We got to talk about WWE, and there's no better way to start it than talking about WWE 2K20. It's the only way I can start this, man. WWE 2K20. I shake my head, man. I shake my head. Um, If you guys didn't know, a long time ago, I used to run an eFed called XGW. Uh, XGW was one of the longest-standing E-Feds, ranked number one at one point for PlayStation 3. We went over to PlayStation 4. We did a lot of things there, and um, this actually helps spin off the podcast. I was starting over there, splitting up my time, and eventually, once it all ended, this is how I had more time to do my podcast. I say that to say this. WWE 2K20 is the first wrestling game that I did not purchase on release. I'm saying that now because who knows, maybe one day I will purchase it. Maybe they'll fix a bunch of things. I highly doubt it, but maybe. I've been playing these WWE video games for a long time. I want to say my first wrestling game goes all the way back to WrestleMania on the Nintendo, uh, where they had the little bars on the side of the apron with like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. They had a couple people in there and you play with like a created wrestler. I remember all that stuff. One of my favorite games. Um, I grew up playing Royal Rumble on Sega Genesis. Um, My cousin had the Super Nintendo. We'd play Royal Rumble there. Monday Night Raw, WrestleMania the Arcade game, In Your House. You name it, I've played it. Uh, My favorite game of all time is No Mercy. If you had to tell me pick one wrestling game that's the greatest, I'm going to go with No Mercy and that Nintendo 64 engine. And just how much things have changed. And we're talking about the SmackDown versus Raw series when we speak of all of this. And I really enjoyed the SmackDown games when they first came out. I loved them. That was what I had to play. I was a PlayStation guy for a while. I bought a Nintendo 64, got GoldenEye, um, all those games that were hot at the time for Nintendo 64, all the wrestling games because of the wrestling games. Uh, my one buddy, Gerald, had all of the wrestling games. And when we were kids, man, we would go over there and play it every single day. And it was dope. It was fun. That's what wrestling games are supposed to be about. Same thing with SmackDown. SmackDown 1, 
fun, brawling backstage, doing whatever you got to do. SmackDown 2, roster gets bigger. 3, shut your mouth, here comes the pain. It goes on and on and on. We get to the SmackDown versus Raw games, loved them. Um, When I was dating my wife, me and her brother, who is my brother-in-law now, would uh, play these games all the time. I remember we played SmackDown versus Raw 07 when I was in college, uh, just starting college, actually. And it was all a good time, man. Lots of fun. And then we get into where I think the Doom started for me, which was SVR 08. I could not stand that game. I thought online was horrible. I thought online was like the new wave. It was going to be this great thing. And you know what? That was when I first learned when you get onto a new console, this is what's going to happen. Things are going to be a little bit slower. We're going to have to get new moves in. Whatever. Fine. SVR 09 came out, and I met so many great people on the PlayStation that I'm still friends with today. Like I said, a lot of the XGW guys. Uh, shout out to my man Popo, DJ, uh, Cactus, Ice, Hawk, Pawn, Y2K, Flood. I can go on and on with the names, but if I didn't mention you, just know I know who you are. I'm thinking about you. And all of that greatness that came from SVR09, you met so many of those people. Uh, some of them you meet from other E-Feds, whatever. And that got me through for a long time. And to me, the last real fun wrestling game I had was WWE 2K14, a game that was primarily produced by THQ. Um, Shout out to that team, too. Corey Ledesma, uh, Marcus Stevenson, Aaron Kaufman, THQ Tank, uh, Brian Williams. These guys made great video games. And I love the community that surrounded it and how we all came together to see these games become great. We had special guest referee. We could edit the attires. The rosters were great. You had the 30 years of WrestleMania, the Attitude Era mode in 13. We had so much stuff in it. And then 15 happened. 2K finally took over. And it just didn't feel the same. Slowly but surely, the graphics got better. We we took a big leap in graphics. But we lost a lot of the gameplay that we loved. And still to this day, it's been five years, and we're still missing things like special guest referee, Inferno matches. They took out stuff and never put it back. A complaint that happens often with yearly titles, especially sports games. And then we talk about WWE. And throughout the time, I don't know if these games were getting better. 15 was not good. 16, uh, it it didn't hit the mark for me. 17, no. 18 and 19 were, eh, they were better. But, um... I started playing them a little bit less, and that was right around the time when the XGW League ended. Like I said, I had more free time on my hands to work on the Everything Pro Wrestling podcast, and we get in the WWE 2K20. A lot of the guys just went out there. A lot of the big-name YouTubers, uh, Tony Pizza Guy, CM Pulse, uh, Tubby Emu, uh, I'm trying to think. There's a whole bunch of them. Uh, Viking Size Gamer, It's My Yard, Town Nation. If I didn't mention you, you know I know who you are. I'm probably subscribed to your channel more than likely. Um, and they went out there and played the game. Denk Ops, Chris Denker. And he was one of the first people who I saw put out his honest review about the game. And let me first say thank you to everybody who told an honest review because it really did affect my purchase. I did not buy this game based on the YouTube reviews. 
At first, I was thinking like, well, maybe I'll rent it. And then afterwards, I said, why would I even give them my money to think that I like this game at all? I am very disappointed by what I'm seeing online, what I'm hearing, and the state that they released this game in. If you don't have enough respect for the fans to release a game at its best, then I don't think you deserve $60, let alone the $90 you were asking for. And I don't even know how much that SmackDown edition was. And speaking of that, let's talk about the travesty of people getting cards. At least I know for a fact the Edge cards that were blank. How do you promise people signature cards and then you give out blank Edge cards? Come on, dude. And shout out to Edge, too, for saying that he was going to make it right. Edge said he will personally sign the cards after he follows people on Twitter and everything else. That was very cool of him. But this release and marketing and everything else for this game, WWE 2K20 is a disaster. Uh, The best line I think I heard from uh, Brandon Does Everything, uh, I believe he was the first one who I heard say it was, 2K went from yukes to yikes. Um, Yukes is no longer producing the game. A friend of the show, Brian Williams, is someone who works at Yukes. He does an awesome job. And I can tell you this from firsthand experience. Brian's wrestling knowledge is amazing. He knows so much about pro wrestling. We could talk New Japan, WWE, NWA, AEW. Brian knows his stuff. This dude cares. He's the reason why we got awesome moves in the game from anything that you saw in the indies that you were like, man, that would look really cool if that was in a video game. Brian Williams probably took a big part in it. Brian Williams put together awesome teams to put these moves back in. Brian knows what he's doing. He understands the wrestling fan. And what makes it even better is Brian will ask your opinion on things. Love it. And I love the dude, too. Uh, Hopefully everything's all well with him. But no more you. So that means Brian Williams is cut out. He's not working on the games anymore. Visual concepts is. And I love the NBA 2K series. Absolutely do. Um, They've kind of fallen down with me a little bit as well. And I don't know if that's just from stagnation of being one of the only basketball games out. Live's not around anymore. But they've fallen down a little bit in my mind. And I just don't understand how WWE games doesn't want to be better. We have to be better in my mind. There's no options. Like, it has to happen. I'm just cracking a water right here if you guys hear something in the background. Gotta get the drink on. But we have to be better with these video games. And if this isn't your forte, I'll be talking WWE news in a little bit. But this game... The marketing. I remember the first day of doing news, they came out with a bunch of stuff. And I sat there and I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's really dope. That's it. I was expecting more from all those fan feedbacks that I've done for the last five years. Not once have I seen GM mode, elements of GM mode put in the universe, uh, a different feeling universe mode. And I think it's finally starting to catch up with 2K. And I'm not trying to bash them. I don't want to kick them while they're down. I I knew this day was going to come regardless while they were working with Ukes that they were going to have to get rid of them eventually. And to me, it's a pain. I get it. There's a lot of translations that go on because Ukes is based in Japan. 
You have to get a translator when you want stuff put in the game. You got to communicate with WWE. It's There's a lot of probably wasted time and things that could be done a lot faster. I get it. But without Ukes on this title, in my opinion, from playing these games for so long, it really hurt this year. Really hurt this year. Because this game is buggy. It's glitchy. The YouTubers weren't happy when they went out and tested the game. Uh, the debut, uh, what was that? That was probably two or three weeks ago now when they had the debut of SmackDown in Las Vegas. Bro. Bro, you can't release a product like this. It's horrible. I've seen people glitch through things. I've heard the call creators. I've never seen the community this pissed off about a video game. And I don't think it's pissed off like of anger. I think it's because we care too much. It feels weird. I was into uh, one of the XGW chats that we have privately. And we were all talking about how weird it is that most of us didn't buy the game this year. It's just a weird feeling. You're just like, man, we all don't have the game. What are we going to do? And some of us have Fire Pro. I'm a big Fire Pro supporter. Um, and they just released a DLC for 20 bucks, which sounds a little bit pricey in my opinion. But like I said, not every game is perfect, but they're doing stuff. They're having lots of updates. Something I wish WWE games would do. And hopefully we get that this year. We lost a feature in this game. Create a title disappeared. That is a key element for people. Uh, another name I didn't mention before, Delzinski. Delzinski makes great YouTube videos. He just put out this awesome WrestleMania video. And in it, he works hard on all these cutscenes, the highlight reels, something else that doesn't work. Um, or they're having issues with, I should say. And... Delzinski can't create his titles for his universe mode. That's a big problem for people. Like, that's part of the creation of universe mode. You make your own belts. You design them the way you want them. Um, it's just cool to have your own designs for the titles, and we don't have that option this year. Options are what makes this game, including the call parts. You put a logo on somebody, they disappear. Some people don't look as good this year. Why is that? Nobody seems to know. Uh, it could be just due to lack of time to scan all these people. There are a lot of people in these video games, man. When I grew up, sometimes you'd only get eight guys. Now we have rosters over 100 people. Some rosters over 200 people. You're not going to be able to scan every single person and make them look great. I understand that. But the bugs, the glitches, everything else, I think it's finally taken a toll on anybody who plays these games. You can't expect someone to continue dealing with this. Like, it is way too difficult for someone to put together this entire idea of a universe mode, everything else, and then you're telling me there's bugs and glitches. Your game might freeze if you do this. Everybody was giving out their advice on YouTube popular players of the game people who have huge youtube channels were not fans of this i don't think i saw a person who could recommend this game not anybody i trusted at least i appreciate the people at 2k i know making a video game is not easy it's not like we could sit there and it's like okay make code 
okay, make this a great game. What are your ideas? Oh, that that's going to take three years to implement. It's there. I know. But let's talk to the community. Let's give some back and forth. Uh, the community manager, Brian Vore. Brian, you have done nothing wrong, but at the same time, man, talk to the community more. Get into those threads. Be on social media. Honestly, I think your forums are a dead idea. We don't need that anymore. You guys have to do something else instead of that. Whether it be social media, start a Discord, something else besides those forums. Please. It's just, ugh. It's just garbage. And then you got to cycle through. And then if you say something criticizing something, you got mods wanting to ban people. We can't have that. We need open and realistic feedback at this point. I want WWE games to put out the best damn video game they can. I used to want to just come home and that was my way of relaxing, like decompressing from everything that was going on, whether it was from school back in the day, work, whatever. The video game is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to relax me. And when I see people just online complaining about it, I get it, man. Can visual concepts fix this? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know how long it's going to take for them to get it. We also have new systems getting ready to come out. PlayStation 5 and the next generation of Xbox. I don't even think it has a name yet. What are we going to do to improve these things? Can we get cross-play? I think you should have a call creation suite where people can work on projects together from the computer. Most people who are really good at this use the computer anyway. Why not have all of the call creation stuff on there so people could work on them together, put projects together, and make things a lot easier? And then allow cross-play. Allow me to download. What's the status? He makes great calls on Xbox. Allow me to download his stuff onto my PlayStation 4. It's all the same parts. Why not? We have to figure out how to get innovative with this game. They have also not really put in any modes that mattered. They haven't put in any modes that make you want to keep coming back to play the game. I'm one of the believers that 2K Showcase, it's dead. It doesn't mean anything to me. I've seen all this. I've lived through it. So why on earth would I want to play it? It doesn't make any sense, in my opinion. 2K Showcase means absolutely nothing to me. Um, it was fun when it was the 30 years of WrestleMania or the Attitude Era. Those are big modes, widespread, lots of people involved. But when you look at it now from the Four Horsewomen, I don't want to see 15 Charlotte attires. I don't want to play with the same four people over and over and over again, especially when I lived through this. It's This was only five years ago, guys. It just happened. It's still fresh in my mind. Honestly, it makes me miss them when they were in NXT, Bailey and Sasha. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm cool with getting rid of Showcase. We have to get more innovative modes. Um, the Towers modes, I'm not a fan. All right, if I wanted to play Mortal Kombat, I'd play Mortal Kombat. Towers suck. Um, I'd rather play exhibition matches than that. Play against who I want to play against. Change the, up the people who I'm playing with. But at the same time... Again, why would anybody want to spend their time playing Towers after that whole million-dollar challenge fiasco last year? 
I'm not even going to get into that BS, but you could look it up. There, there was a whole bunch of finesse, and I feel going on with that too. So, towers could go, but we have to add modes in that people are going to care about. A franchise mode. How about an online universe mode? Invest in your online systems. The WWE universe mode online would be something so much fun. There's so many e-feds that would appreciate things like that. And I'm telling you that from someone who used to help run one personally. It takes a lot of people. You would need a lot of admins and mods to help run it. But it's a lot of fun when you and your friends can get on and start your own kind of company. That's what people want in the game. It's not about how WWE light can we make this. We want a wrestling game. It doesn't have to be WWE, WWE's names on it. They help make it. But what do people create? They create cause from all over the world. They create fantasy cause. And you know what? I'm not a fan of the 2K original stuff either. The whole freakishly fake stuff, hitting people with lollipops and all that shit. I don't know what that is. I'm cool with the boiler room, stuff like that that pertains to wrestling. But I don't like all the fake stuff, the fake Aleister Black or the zombies, whatever. A little bit of it, cool. A whole bunch of it, hell nah. But you can do something with it. Why not let people create that type of stuff? If you want that into your mode, into your life, put that into the creation suite. Let created arenas have the grave sites and everything else. You can have people make some really dope things. I'm not mad at that. Just make it an option because I personally don't want all that in my game. And I, am I saying that this game needs to be 100% sim? No. Why not let people jump off the SmackDown fist off the stages, et cetera, et cetera? Why not let people, when they get thrown into a pipe, that the pipe bursts and they go flying? I'm fine with stuff like that. I'm okay with that. But I do not want people just doing some uber fake stuff to where I have Aleister Black floating. I've got people's hands coming out, grabbing people's ankles so they can get hit with a finisher. Someone turns into Silver Surfer. What is this? That big book that opened up and I don't know. It wasn't my top thing. I wasn't a big fan of it. And I thought they could have really did something better. Um, hopefully they can learn from all of this and get some things going. And I'd be interested in just hearing what the community thought overall of what they've done with this game. The WWE 2K games are really, really in trouble. You've had five years to impress your fan base. I spent a couple of the years trying to stick up for you. And I said, give them three years, guys. They're new to the game. They got to get rid of all that old code that's been in there for years and everything else. And they're starting to do that now. But you've had five years, guys. You have nothing to show for it. And you mean to tell me now, once again, during 2K20, that you're going to tell me that this is a foundation year again? Nobody wants to hear that, man. So you guys are going to have to basically, in my mind, get your act together real quick and figure it out. Because since 2K15, the sales have only been going down. And I don't know if that means that someone's going to try and get a new publisher for the game. I fear that, too. Because not a lot of people know how to make proper wrestling games for the most part. I don't know what's next for them. But WWE 2K, you got to do a makeup to your fans. When hashtag fix WWE 2K20 is trending, it's no bueno, man. It's not good. You got to do better. And I'm looking at Mark Little, Lionel Jinx, the people who are the faces of 2K. And the YouTubers as well. We got to hold them accountable. We need to see something different. 
You need to have an event after this, maybe. I would say within a couple months, maybe you tell all the creators, come back out. We need to talk. We got to revamp this entire game. It wouldn't make me mad if you just got rid of all of this and started from scratch. I was a big fan of this. I put out uh, a tweet probably a few days ago. I think it's still up for you guys to vote on it. Bi-annual, or excuse me, bi-yearly releases. Similar to what UFC does. You don't need a WWE game every single year. I'd rather have you wow me in two years than that. And some people were saying, oh, well, you know, it'll get boring. I'm not saying that. Use your DLC as the opportunity to allow people to get updates. Updates to call parts, arenas, and it allows you to gain feedback for what people want. And, and you can also update superstars, attires, uh, overalls. There's so many things you could do with this. Things I've been asking for for years. Add a match type in. Why not put in a mode like Fire Promoter? You guys could do so much. Add in round-robin tournaments. These are the things people want. You just have to let it happen. The people are giving you all the data you need. You just have to figure out how to apply it. Going forward, man, I really hope that WWE Games is a yearly purchase for me again. Because right now, do I feel like I'm missing anything? No. Am I sad about not having the video game? No. I do not care, and I really don't care if I never played it at this point. That's how I feel. Uh, I really expect more, and I hope that we get something else that comes from this. Um, Big shout-out to the WWE Games community, everyone that I follow, um, who take part in that, who love these conversations. Please get at me on Twitter, at EPW Show. Tell me what you guys think needs to be added to the WWE games, make a video, do something, send me something. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Tell me what you want in the WWE 2K21 video game, because like I said, they need to do action right away. The time is now. Call up the YouTubers, get a feedback session going. I don't care if it's on FaceTime. Get these guys talking to you. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors with more WWE news. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball Podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB Podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's Everything College Basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. All right, guys, and we're back. Uh, Do me a favor. Make sure you check out my friends at Everything College Basketball. They do a great podcast every single week, giving you the countdown and all the latest and greatest in college basketball. Season's getting ready to start back up, so I know those guys are getting excited. So make sure you join them for their second season of Everything College Basketball. 
Guys, let's talk about what has been going on in the world of wrestling. Um, Monday Night Raw. Looks like they did a little bit of a bounce up from the viewership, but it stays in the same stagnant way of starting off higher, lower, lower, lower. So, I don't know, man. This episode increased a little bit. They had a blowout football game that they were going up against last night with the Jets and Patriots. If you're a Jets fan, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm looking at you, Doc G. And, yeah, I have no idea for this, what we had. I mean, we had a good match with, like, we had good matches on the show. Drew McIntyre versus Ricochet was good. I even liked Andrade versus Sin Cara. Uh, Sin Cara doesn't get enough credit for how good he is. And he's someone who I want on my side if there was a real fight going down. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Umberto Carrillo. Uh, I thought they put on a good match. Uh, Umberto, I, I definitely got him a little bit with the Black Ranger jokes, but he had a really good match, man. This dude's been good since his NXT days. Uh, I'm glad to see him on the main roster now. Uh, we had the Street Profits versus the OC, AJ Styles in the corner, and then the six-man match that was supposed to happen that turned into a tag match. Kevin Owens was the surprise. Nah, it all happened. They they have some hype going on for Ric Flair versus Hogan at Crown Jewel. Don't know, man. WWE is going to try to keep maintaining their viewership for this, but nothing was really there that drew me in. Even the Cain Velasquez, Shelton Benjamin stuff, I was just like, eh, eh, you know? The the one thing that really impressed me was uh, Drew McIntyre. And coming from SE Scoops, once again, we have some backstage news regarding Drew McIntyre and his return to WWE television. Uh, Drew McIntyre was revealed as the final member of Team Flair on Monday's episode of Raw. Uh, The Hall of Famer was in the opening segment to where he was first announced. Ric Flair got excited for it. And they talk about this big time. And right now they said, as of this writing, there is no word exactly where creative is going with both guys as far as Ricochet and McIntyre are. But They do have plans uh, for both to feud after Crown Jewel. And it says that officials are high on both guys. And why wouldn't you be? Ricochet is a freaking amazing athlete. And I think Drew McIntyre has a great comeback story. And I'm surprised at this point that he's not already a Universal or WWE champion. Drew McIntyre busted his ass for that spot. Let the man shine. Um, But they're supposed to get strong pushes. Now, WWE has been wanting to push McIntyre in a big way we've heard since he came back. Uh, But he underwent surgery recently um, a little bit after WrestleMania. So McIntyre's TV time has went down, but he's back now. And I think they're going to groom Drew McIntyre for that top spot. And that's according to a lot of the wrestling news sites as well. And Ricochet seems like he's going to be a long-term project. Give Ricochet some time. Let him get better on the microphone. Ricochet can really do a lot. And, uh, yeah, I want to see what the guy's able to do. Um, as we keep running through this quick news here, let's take a look at what happened with injuries. Uh, we had rumors that Roman Reigns hurt his back. We don't know the extent of how badly he hurt his back or if it was just something, you know, maybe a stinger. No one's really hearing about that, but the injury that shook the wrestling world was Xavier Woods. He suffered an injury in a WWE live event happening over in Australia. Shout out to my boys, Wrestling Reverb. Uh, Thought of you, Josh, when I was reading that. 
Um, shout out to you too, Kevin. And Xavier Woods gets hurt over the weekend. I hate to hear anybody getting hurt, but they said that Xavier Woods ended up tearing his Achilles. So Woods suffered the injury in a tag match with the Revival. At one point during the match, the New Day member simply crumbled to the canvas, they said. And it didn't take long for the referee to assess the situation. He threw up the dreaded X sign that any wrestling fan hates to see and any wrestler hates to see as well, alerting the backstage that the injury was serious at the time. And as the fans in attendance uh, thought it was an ankle injury, it seems to be more serious as we found out. Like I said, it was an Achilles injury that's going to take him out. And they can take a long time to heal and rehabilitate. Um Riddick Moss had the same injury. He was out for eight months. A lot of basketball players are out for a little bit. Um, But we've also seen other people like Adrian Peterson. I believe he had an injury um, of his Achilles, and he came back pretty quick. I think it was about a couple months. I want to say like six months, and he was running, and he had one of the best years of his career afterwards. Different people bounce back from this injury differently. Is this going to slow him down in the ring is another question you have to ask. Um, Xavier Woods finally responded on Twitter and he comes out and he says, uh, man's is injured. I'll keep y'all updated. But as of right now, I'm going to stream a lot, going to hit cons a lot, going to post sponsored tweets a lot, going to eat pizza a lot. So many things to do. First cosplay coming next Saturday. I'm already laughing about it. Twitch.tv slash Austin Creed. So make sure you guys show him some love on there. Um, I know he seems kind of depressed and, you know, uh, he also put the hashtag, sorry, hashtag WWE Sydney. No need to apologize for that. Xavier Woods, man, that sucks that you got hurt, dude. Um, one of my favorite performers on the roster. I really don't want to see anybody hurt in a situation like that, especially Xavier Woods, man. He's having the run of his life and, it just sucks. Think about that. Nobody in New Day was hurt for quite some time. I mean, we had little injuries to like Big E. Maybe a guy would rest a little bit, but Xavier Woods did a tremendous job staying healthy. And I just hope that nothing affects him. He comes back better than ever. And he will really be able to hold it down and do something for his squad. Uh, get well wishes coming to you, brother, from me. And big shout out to you, Xavier Woods. Appreciate you for all your entertainment over the years. Let's talk about the last topic of the day. CM Punk. I feel like I talk about him very often on this because wrestling fans always want to ask the question, when are you coming back to wrestling? And right now, CM Punk has been doing a lot of promotional work for his latest film, Girl on the Third Floor. Looks pretty dope, actually, as a film. Uh, CM Punk is in it a lot, according to him. He gets a lot of FaceTime on it. And it looks like a horror movie that's absolutely fun. I'm a big horror film fan, and I think this movie doesn't look too bad. Haven't seen it yet for myself, but I plan on seeing it eventually. Um, So he did so. He was making an appearance on Barstool Sports, my mom's basement podcast, uh, where he discussed being open to the idea compared to when he first left WWE. And that got ugly. Um, Punk responded stating that he's always been asked that question for the last five years, but no matter what he says, it gets warped into clickbait. Um, I believe that he noted that he's going to go through many iterations. He's, oh, I'm sorry. 
He's gone through many iterations of people saying that he hates wrestling, but that was never the case. He said, I think I've always been open to it. My attitude has always been that I don't see it happening. I think I've talked about it more recently, but my attitude hasn't changed. People always ask what it's going to take to get me back, and I say it would take a big bag, so people use their imaginations. The offer made by AEW was brought, excuse me, the offer made by AEW was brought, which Punk was brought, which Punk uh, has previously stated and did so again that he didn't like the way it was done. Uh, he didn't see it as a formal offer. Punk keeps it keeps that in mind, but he also brought up how there's not a lot of con- AEW content out there for him to watch. He added that he likes what the Young Bucks are doing as he sees it as very punk rock. Uh, he said, I'm the white whale in pro wrestling, he joked. I don't know if that freaks people out or uh, if that freaks people out on a how to approach me. It is what it is. I'm open to the idea. I haven't been approached properly. I'm not counting anyone to show up with uh, dozens of roses at my front door. While AEW may not be an option for Punk at this time, the possibility of him returning to WWE is there if he wishes to do so. Uh, A return to the ring may never happen, but some people are also wondering, is he going to be an on-air personality with WWE backstage? Uh, that stirred up a lot of the comments. And CM Punk's not the only person who gets these questions all the time. Triple H. Triple H has been making lots of media rounds uh, promoting Tyson Fury's fight for Crown Jewel. Tyson Fury's going to be taking on Braun Strowman. Uh, I believe next week I'll be doing some predictions. I got to make sure I get it in my man file too because we're definitely going to do a podcast or a YouTube video together about uh, a good discussion for you guys. Just randomly made me think of him. But Triple H and Fury recently appeared on Ariel Hawani's MMA show where they spoke about a wide range of topics. And you know CM Punk's name had to get brought up. And at the end of the interview, Hawani asked Triple H about CM Punk's possible return to the WWE as a performer or an on-air personality. This is where the game implied that any past issues between the two sides have been put to rest. He said that's a could-be. Vince will say it all the time. We're open for business. The past is the past. And today, you never say never in the WWE. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I know how Vince does business afterwards. And I don't know if Triple H would be the same way or how it would work. But we'd have to see it for it to happen. Um, I am, for one, going to say that I do miss CM Punk and pro wrestling. But I only want him to come back if he wants to come back. You know, don't do it just for the big bag of money. Come back if you want to, man. It's totally up to you. And I think it's just a subject that a lot of people have been talking about for years and years and years. And we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with it. There's no one way to put it. And there's no one way to just say, oh, yeah, Punk will be back here for sure. Uh, I think he would be great for AEW as well, but it's up to Punk if he wants to be there, man. Either way, I support the guy. I was a big fan of his wrestling uh, when he was in this business, and I support his movies, uh, him at Marvel. Anything that he's done, I have supported him, even UFC. Uh, Hopefully we see CM Punk back in a wrestling ring soon, whether it's to be an on-air personality or to be in the ring and wrestle. 
With that said, guys, we had a lot of news in wrestling this week. Kind of give some little other homage to big stories here. Let's talk a little New Japan real quick. New Japan announces a, a USA subsidiary, NJPW of America, will be starting up. And it seems like a lot of fans are excited about that. They have a bunch of places that they are planning on doing shows. They have their cities planned out from West Coast, East Coast, South to mid uh, to the middle part of the states here. They know where they want to go, and it's cool to see New Japan expand. I don't know if this is the best time to be expanding. There's a lot of pro wrestling out there right now. And with them trying to run events in 27 cities with 18 different states, that's a lot to manage. Uh, like I said, they got the Northeast, Midwest, Southeast, West Coast, Texas. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. That's the best way I could put it. And I'm a big fan of New Japan. Absolutely love it. Right now in the background, if you guys care to know, I have AEW Dark playing. We are watching an eight-man tag from what it looks like with uh, Private Party and it looks like the OWE guys. Versus the Young Bucks and the Rhodes Brothers. So AEW Dark, Taz is on commentary. I heard a little bit of it in the beginning of the first match. But I'm enjoying it. Just watched NWA Power. Really good show this week. You know, moving along their storylines and a lot of the plans that they have going on. And we did a live review on YouTube for Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory. Doing great. Almost at 1K. Um, Probably need about 120 more views for that. But keep them coming, guys. Check it out if you guys haven't watched Impact Wrestling in a long time. I thought they put on a decent show. So what is going to happen with wrestling, guys? Who knows until next week. Uh, We should have a Crown Jewel preview and prediction show. I think the previews are all back on here just due to the fact that we got to see if we have time. And I'll try to incorporate other things within this, guys. Um, I've got some plans for the podcast. Like I said, we've been having a little bit of a a rocky where do we stand, what's going to happen with the podcast, what will it be used for. Um, I put out a poll, 50-50 split on when the podcast day should drop, if it should still be Saturday or Tuesdays. Right now I'm running with Tuesdays. Uh, Things could change, though. We could always hit the reset button eventually. That's it, man. Uh, I appreciate everybody who took the time out to listen to this. Hopefully I didn't take up too much of your day. Maybe I made your drive home easier from work. But this is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling, and we're out. Peace.